Welcome back to It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon. Amy is out today. She's actually uh, she's salting the roads herself. She has a, a salt shaker. She left the pepper at home, and she's going to single-handedly make sure that everyone gets to lunch and back from lunch safely so she can't be here pushing buttons. So I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe Jack Michaels. J.J. Would be a good person to talk to. Toughest job in the world, taking those little, you know, the fast food plates, the <laughs> yeah, little salt ones you got to crack open near the, the, the quarter of the way down, Mark. Okay, and then this is not why I asked you in here, but yeah. why do, why do they have the two tubes? You know, why not just have it in a single little like packet at the bottom? I've always wondered because because <laughs> if it's to reduce someone's sodium intake and, and you want to do that, well, that'd be good. But you're still ripping it horizontally, and it's so tiny. I mean, you're gonna rip that only halfway. Right. I don't think it's so. Not like a package of Fun Dip where you could actually go <laughs> per 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 and then eat the you know right. and then the doubles. Right? I'm with you on yeah, this. Uh-huh. This is odd that you and I and it's I get it. We're a little different. Yeah, yeah we uh, think sometimes out of our third brain. Th- that's right, and you know, and most. <laughs> the time people say well you shouldn't say it yeah. if your third brain thinks that don't talk uh, about it I, whereas you and i right <laughs> through that's a green light uh, i want to talk to you a little bit about uh, we're doing a year in review mm-hmm. uh, the, all this week on it takes two talking about everything from politics to pop culture to sports let's talk about the last year in sports because people <clears throat> kind of forget that a lot happened in 2023 across all you know across all types of sports both local and yeah. national and when you do this, and and I like that you're doing this, you know, across the different, like like at a Trivial Pursuit pie, one category is, I think it's the orange color. I believe I think it it's is. sports and leisure. <laughs> should be our sports year in review. And it is. And what happens is that, you know, January is in, in our front window, but you have to go back to January of 2023 to look at the year in sports. We'll try. I know that we don't have a lot of time today, JJ, but I thank you for having us in. And I put in my sports hat here and I tried to think of all this. And, and what I think about going back to January from a national scene, you know, and we'll get to the local, but a national scene, I, I think, and I hate to start out this way, but DeMar Hamlin, uh, we watched a Buffalo Bill player suffer cardiac arrest and subsequently flatline on the field. And it was one of the scariest things. That happened on January 2nd. Think about that uh, to start the year out. And, Jack, that opened up a huge conversation about, you know, health in general. And, of course, we've been talking about years uh, for years about concussions when it comes right. to the NFL. Now we're talking about, is there enough padding? I mean, how hard did he have to get hit for this was to this Was this a, a, something just in his body? Was it a freak thing that happened? You're right. It opened up a lot of discussion in sport. And, and and first and foremost, just the thoughts and prayers. And if I'm not mistaken, I think one of those immediate responders on there on the field has local ties. I'll have to dig this up a I little bit. I believe you're correct. But yep. I remember talking mm-hmm. about that. So that happened on January 2nd. Nine days later, he was discharged from the hospital, which was a tremendous feeling for all. So when we look back at 2023 in sports, that that kind of comes to mind in January. If we flip the calendar to February, Tom Brady announced his retirement for the second time. Yeah, that is interesting. He's like a, a rural pastor, right? They just keep retiring <laughs> right? and then he go to a different did, parish. Didn't want to come back. And then I think there's some marital stuff. So Tom Brady became like front and center on everybody's mind on that. Uh, in, in the world of basketball, LeBron James surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And if you'd have told me years ago that someone was going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe because some of the points are going up there. But you'd have to play till you're in your 40s. Well, 
Hello, LeBron James, you know, and he's still doing it well today. You know, but he'll never be as good as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in the it, movie Airplane, that, right? I mean, he you never, tell he'll your never father do that. to run up and down the floor with Lanier. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, the Chiefs, as we all know, in February, that was the Super Bowl month, and, and they beat the Eagles in, in Super Bowl uh, you know, 38-35. It was a thrilling game. Uh, then we found out in February that the Green Bay Packers, the football season came and went in the NFL season, and the Green Bay Packers traded Aaron Rodgers, and they, they traded to the New York Jets, and that was like, holy cow! You know, this was in the, the year of sports. So Rodgers goes; he's going to be a New York Jet, and here we go. The Jets are going to boy wait till the fall when football season happens because Aaron is our quarterback for the New York Jets. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> June. You know what I love about this is yeah. I love we know the end of right, some of these right. stories. Like you know right? what's coming, uh-huh. right? Yep. Yep. Uh, June. The Nuggets won their first NBA franchise in franchise history. So if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, that was kind of a big thing. Uh, you know the Denver Nuggets. And the only team, coincidentally, that really played them tough in the postseason were the Minnesota Timberwolves. And now here we are a year later, and the Wolves are really good. Yep. You know, so they maybe that was foreshadowing there. September comes, NFL season is underway. Aaron Rodgers, four snaps into his new career with the New York Jets, tore his Achilles. Oof. And there's the, you know, what happened on that. So that, that comes to mind. Uh, that same month of September, 2023, Taylor Swift. As if the Chiefs already didn't have a great 2023 going, right? With <laughs> right. that Super Bowl win. Right. All of a sudden. Now, all of a sudden, everybody, literally everybody is going to the game. Some are not watching. Some are only watching, yeah. you know, like it, it the is where, it, box. To me, JJ, it is where pop culture not just met NFL, it collided <laughs> with the NFL. It was the first. So September of, of 2023, she attends her first game to watch Travis Kelsey. Someone was uh, having a conversation about this over Christmas, and they actually brought up a good point at the dinner table, and they said, you know, this isn't the first time that a team has really leaned into the like a celebrity attending mm-hmm. their game. Do you remember when uh, Jack Nicholson would sit courtside for of every course. Lakers game? Yes. It didn't matter what station it was on. They had a good 30-second shot of Jack sitting there, and, and that was a draw to and, people. And, and now the name just flew out of my head, but New York Knicks. Uh, Spike Lee. Spike, yes. Spike yep. Lee uh-huh. was a, uh, and Jerry Seinfeld. Prominent, always at Knicks games at the Garden, you know, and, and yep. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but all of a sudden, Taylor Swift goes to a game, and half of the three quarters of social media wants to bury the network that's showing cutaways of Taylor Swift. Did Chef Boyardee ever go to any Cleveland Brown games? <laughs> I don't know. I always, that could have been a coup. I said earlier this morning, I said, you know, if Elvis Presley were dating, you know, pick your female star in the WNBA and the cutaways are good to Elvis all the time, would we have been like, I hate Jailhouse Rock. Screw Elvis. I don't like, you know, would we have would we have would we have had that reaction with Elvis Presley? You know, it's a weird world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? So, uh, we move along. The Texas Rangers in November uh, 23 won their first World Series in franchise history. That was a a tremendous uh I mean, just a great happening, you know, in Texas you go back to their history there in Washington, you know, they were former Anyway, in December, Florida State went undefeated. College football season, won the ACC, and we're left out of the college football title for playoff, <laughs> which now as we sit here today, I think they're suing the, their conference, uh-huh. right? So, I mean, that's going on. And then just to wrap up a little bit from a national scene, what sticks in my mind, Shohei, anybody that signs a 10-year, $700 million contract, J.J., 
That's news. They, uh, they won Shohei the lottery. <laughs> they won the lottery with yeah. talent. Yeah, and now they just keep spending, spending, spending to get more. So that's on the national scene. I know with time short, J.J., locally, I mean, there's so many things and, and that come to mind. But last January, South Dakota State beating North Dakota State first time. You know, when NDSU gets to a final in Frisco, they win it. Well, they didn't last January. South Dakota State did. And it, here we are a year later, and kind of getting the same feeling. South Dakota State's going for their <laughs> second title in a row. That was one of the saddest uh, half times I think I've ever seen. You know, we were we were at a big watch party, and right. people, you know, you know that moment that someone steps in something and then the room starts to smell it. <laughs> right, that's that, kind that's, of the clearing like, out oh, that was taking place. Like, how are we not winning this game? How is South Dakota? South Dakota State's very good. And my guess is they. Probably going to have a shot at two in a row here coming up in not in just a week or so. Uh, on the local scene, Fargo North. Fargo North is uh, locally really had a nice 2023. Uh, the boys captured the State A Boys Basketball Championship in March. Just a tremendous run. Uh, the Sims and the, and the Haugos, the Zellers, they just have a, a really good club. So Fargo North boys win the State A title. Grand Forks Red River girls, uh, led by Jocelyn Schiller, uh, who is a junior and set a, a a point record for a title game, and uh, you know they are trying to win their first title since 1988. Twelve seconds remain, and it's all academic. Century is going to capitulate the Grand Forks Red River Roughriders for the first time since 1988 are the State A Girls Champion. And, of course, we had that on our properties, J.J., but mm-hmm. what a scene for Coach Ripplinger and Red River. It had been a long time. Then you went to the B-side in basketball. Go nuts! All squirrels. All squirrels. <laughs> Girls and boys won the state B titles you know, in basketball. Could you imagine a family that's got both a son and a daughter playing <laughs> right, right? and just going crazy, crazy, crazy? Right. You might as well invest in that squirrel costume that you've been looking at on Amazon. You might have been, you might have been screamed out by the time the state turned. By the time March was over, you were all squirreled out for, for a second on that. Uh, where do we move for the South Shanley boys winning the state A hockey title comes to mind. You know, that was quite a run. You know, a lot of times the Grand Forks – Schools have mm-hmm. reigned supreme, and uh, not this time. South Shanley gets the win, and then the North-South girls won the state hockey title for them, so good for them. West Fargo Cheyenne boys winning the state A baseball title, did it in prime fashion. Thompson boys, very good program on the state B baseball title, just to name a few. I got one that just came to mind, J.J. You know, we do Little League Night in America. Oh, they're KFG. wonderful nights. I love them. And these young boys not only appeared on KFGO and Little League Night in America, then the collective, well, they did this. Yes! Back up the middle. Could end it. Yes! For the first time ever, the World Series. How about that? It was great. Far, it was great. <laughs> then the representatives greatly. That was just an awesome feeling. Uh, we I heard moved- they left their hotel rooms in pristine condition, oh, too, yeah. when they left. <laughs> it was they were getting autographs, and they are seeing this and that. I mean, the big leaguers, I mean, that was just, they just brought a lot of a great attention to the Fargo-Moorhead, really, area, the whole the whole area of the Little League team there. Uh, in the fall comes to mind, we had some thrillers at the at the Dakota Bowl as we bring you all the nine-man A, double-A, triple-A, and Minot High, this was a throw. It looked like Shannon was going to win it. It goes overtime, and it comes down to a, to a, to a kick. Uh, Bob Roars was on the call. A 20-yard kick to win it for Minot. It's down. Kick is up, and it is good! Minot has won the 3A championship! 38-35. It was absolute 
Thriller, JJ. Oh, and that's the type of thing that people are going to talk about for a while. Yet. Yeah, they're going to look at that that comeback and 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 the win and and so on and so forth. Fargo North boys, they uh, well they fit. Speaking of Fargo North, pretty good year to be a Spartan. <laughs> the uh, they already won the state boys basketball. Why not tack on this one on the gridiron? One receiver each side. Hand off. Hoggle straight up the middle. Across the twenty. Still spinning across the fifteen to the ten. Working his way to the corner. Stays inbound. Peter Hoggle touchdown. Fargo North defeating Central for the title, so I my guess is they probably went to their carpentry class and said, could you build us some more shelves for our trophy? Yeah, we need some more shelf space for all the trophies <laughs> that we're bringing back. In fact, let's blow out this whole wall here. <laughs> Year in review 2023. Uh, you know, the Kindred you know, Kendra, not to be denied when we talk about the 1A title game. There's the knee. The final seconds are ticking away. And the Kindred Vikings, who raised that championship trophy in 2021, will raise it again in 2023. Your final score in the 1A title game, Kindred 36, Dickinson Trinity 7. Kindred, your Vikings are champions again. Gotta love that. You know, and they, they excelled in track and field as well. I mean, it just it was a good year for teams in our, our region. And speaking of teams in the region, the FM Red Hawks come off of a huge year. Right, winning the, winning the whole thing in 22. Mm-hmm. I mean, they tried to repeat. And fell we, fell we a little short. We didn't get there, fell. but you know what? It still was a pretty thrilling season. There well, were still some really great stuff out of this year. It was because, uh, and, and they they invented, they came, they had this new thing in place where the, the previous year's winners of the American Association were collectively to represent the U.S., in what they called the Baseball uh, Champions League tournament. And it consisted of teams, Colombia's best, Mexico's best. You know, you're going through uh, all of the Cuban team. Pretty salty clubs. You sure. know, the equivalent of AAA, many big leaguers on the team. And you're right, J.J., the Red Hawks collectively, with a number of other All-Stars from the AA, but primarily Red Hawks, went down and won that. Whoa! And that was in Mexico. Chris Coast managed that team, and it was quite the feeling. Uh, so, yeah, didn't win the AA crown, but went down and won a huge baseball Champions League uh, cut. And, you know, that was good. Speaking of baseball, Twins snopped, uh, stopped a streak. And you know what? Gosh, we were all excited about that yeah. stop the streak, right? <laughs> 18... Uh, game postseason losing streak. Usually, I love a good streak, you know, both <laughs> right. on, on field and off. Um, but this one, the feeling about if you're a Minnesota Twins fan or if you're just in the region here, right. people were just captivated they, they by the were. Twinkies. And, and the fact that, and hopefully, you know, as they move into this new season, we got the caravan coming up around the corner. Uh, but they snapped an 18 game postseason losing streak. So maybe baby steps got that out of the way. Now this upcoming season, let's let's hope that they can they can take another step. And yeah, in fact, I mean, really, up until about two days ago, they could still play out on the field, right? I mean, we <laughs> right, you know. right, with some of the temperatures going on. Of course, recently, uh, in North Dakota State's Matt Entz accepting a, a, a job at USC, uh, an assistant role, and Tim Polisek stepping in uh, to the head coaching role, and uh, so that. Kind of gets us through. I know for North Dakota, they, they finally beat North Dakota State in football the first time in the Division One era. So that was kind of a, a monumental thing for for North Dakota, as heard right here on KFGM. The Bison have an interesting season, I think, ahead of them. You know, with not going to Frisco and you know with that loss to UND. Right. There's some building that needs to take place. Yeah, right. Played I mean, tough down. Played tough in Montana. Mm-hmm. You know, got close. I think. I think <laughs> it's funny to say this though, looking back, going. Did they have uh, success because this was the one year where I think many people maybe had written them off a little bit because they got 
Beat yep, pretty good sure. in, in, you know, beat at home against South Dakota, beat on the road soundly at UND, and then rebounded, caught a little traction, and then fell short on the road. But you're right. Now, yes, you're in a new coach, and and then we'll roll from there and go from there. But that's just a few things that happened. To <laughs> just the a couple. Just a couple no things that happened in the world of sports. And if you missed any of this, we're going to podcast it on awesome. the It Takes Two podcast page because there was a lot that took place, a, a very interesting year. Now, I don't mean to be crystal ball-like to yes. you, but 2024, anything that uh, is on your mind for 2024? I think 2024, as much as I'd love to say the Vikings will <laughs> bring home that Super Bowl, they got to get in the dance first. It's one thing to want to go to prom. you got to be asked. you yep. know, you got to uh-huh. earn your way in there. So that was one. I, I'd love to say that the Minnesota Twins would be right there, and maybe they will. You know, that's another thing. You know, Dick Bremer uh, going to a new role for the mm-hmm. Twins in television. So my buddy Corey Provost now has moved over to the TV role, Chris Atterbury to the radio side on that. And I'm not going to predict the Twins, not going to predict the Wild, but I will say this. Here will be a bold one, maybe not so bold. I would say that come maybe in the summer, in June, maybe those Timberwolves for the yeah. first time ever are hoisting a uh, – a trophy. I mean, I I'm Maybe. not gonna I'm not gonna hold you to it okay. because who knows what's gonna happen. I mean, a single injury can change an entire right. season. But right. man, would I love that! I would. I've got an old Timberwolves jersey. Could from you imagine? Many many moons ago that I would pull out and wear. I mean, it's like a size medium, so I <laughs> I'd be a sausage roll pretty much in that <laughs> yeah, thing. But a little still. half cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's hip. <laughs> It'd be worth it to for me to wear that into work. But if I had a bold prediction, I'd say the Wolves win the NBA championship in 2024 in in this year's season that flips the calendar over, and I would say that the Red Hawks will firmly rebound strong in 2024 as well. Okay. How do you feel about Barnesville next year? Barnesville almost repeated as back-to-back state champions. They, too, got back to the title game Mm -hmm. and fell short. I think the cupboard is rich. I think those Trojans (laughs) will be marching in hoof by hoof. Jack Michaels is the voice of sports. He's our sports director here at KFGO and on the fan. Thank you so much, Jack. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, JJ. Anytime, buddy.